pudding, and the pudding in this place is a football. Boom! Eat my goal! The goalie has got football pie all over his shirt. Welcome to this episode of the Down the Pub podcast. On this episode, I am joined by one of the pillars of the Halifax Wanderers defence, uh, Kyle Lockery. Uh, am I saying your last name right? I always feel like I'm yep. wrong. Okay. Yep, yeah, because um, I know sometimes on one soccer they say a little bit funny, so uh, I just wanted to make sure I was getting it right. Um, so yeah, welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, uh, it's it's. I've had Dan on, so I thought it'd be a good idea to get his partner in crime on and get to know you a little bit better too. So um, before we normally get into stuff, we just ask a couple of kind of fluffy questions just to get you in the mood of things. So your dream holiday destination. I've always wanted to go to uh, New York for Christmas. Yeah, it just looks so like so much more like better. Like you see it in the movies and stuff like that. But I never I never end up going because it's a bit expensive and stuff, and I don't always have the time. But, yeah, I think that would be, like, yeah, my dream, I guess, vacation. Well, I think that uh, Matteo Restrepo, who played last year and then left, and he's now, like, a doctor down there, he might be able to hook you up with a spare room or something. So, yeah, Yeah. just reach out to him, and he'll hook you up. Um, Worst dresser on the team? Worst dresser? Uh, That's a tough one. Uh, (laughs) Because there's so I, many. <laughs> yeah, it it would have to be probably Aiden Russianess, the yeah the keeper. Love it, love it. He's a kid, right? So you know, he's just there. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you do you have an apartment on your own, or do you, do you share with somebody? I actually I share an apartment with Tiago and uh, Aiden Russianess. Yeah. So, uh, what's their worst habits? I'm throwing you under the bus here, man. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> um i guess well aiden for sure just being loud like he's super loud at times um and tiago probably yeah i don't know i don't know i don't i don't know what to say uh tiago is perfect he's a perfect perfect flatmate okay i love it i love it (laughs) (laughs) so uh obviously uh Last weekend, uh, last Monday, we're, we're coming off uh, an unfortunate defeat to Pacific. Uh, that was my first game since uh, June, so I know I'm the jinx, so I'm not going to go to the game on Saturday. But uh, what's the what's the mood been like around the team? Like, you know, it's obviously, it's their first home loss in six games. Yeah, no, it's like we had a talk right after the game, and we kind of just agreed that, you know, it sucks. And we, we kind of just talked about everything there and that, when we had training the next morning so we just said look we come out tomorrow and we uh we just kind of forget about it and because it's a short week you know it's already match day minus two today so we have to we can't we can't dwell on it we just have to get on with it and prepare for vancouver so that's kind of how it was so the it's been it's honestly been good we just but we know we have to we have to raise it this week it seemed like Obviously, we played Pacific a couple of weeks ago and we beat them. Um, but they obviously had a, a few more players back this time. What do you think was the difference? Like, what was there a different intensity to them? Did they set themselves up differently? Because it it just we didn't seem like the the Wanderers that have been so prolific, I guess, in the last few games. Yeah, um, I think like what we kind of came to as on a as a team was that. Like we, we, when we won the ball back, we lost it 
in kind of uh, like critical areas where we don't usually use, uh, lose it. And I, I think we were just kind of flat from the start, honestly. Um, I don't know why, but yeah, I think I think we still deserved a, a draw at least. Um, we were unlucky to get to not get that, but but yeah, I feel like we we weren't as good as we normally are. So you know, uh, like just looking at Twitter and stuff, like obviously the the penalty decision in the the first half was a big a big thing. So do you think that the fact that we didn't win that when it was quite clearly a penalty, uh, and I know you kind of have to move on and get on with the game and stuff like that, but do you think that kind of pushed us back a little bit? It was kind of like a, a feeling a bit hard done by. Yeah, for sure. Like when I I remember even for me, uh first my first foul where i was just running back the ref gives me a yellow and for me i'm a physical guy like that kind of ruins part of my game to, because i have to be careful now the rest of the game i can't go flying in and that was i think that was pretty early on in the game and and then yeah so that's when i knew like this game it's it's this ref is going to be is not going to be with us and then i saw that and at the time when i saw massimo go down I couldn't really see if it was a a penalty or not, or maybe he just tripped. But yeah, when I watched it back, it was insane that that he even booked Mass for diving, which was crazy. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny, and it's you know, um, obviously we're it's still a developing league, and uh, the refs are going to be obviously part of that. But as a fan, it's kind of frustrating. So, uh, how difficult is it for as a player to try and put that out of your mind to uh, the you know, like you know. You kind of feel like you've got something, or you should have got something, but you didn't. Yeah, it's it, it is difficult, but um, I think I think all of us on the team have been through enough like hard times with football that we know you can't you just like you can't look back. You just have to keep moving forward, whether it's after a loss or after a win. Um, but yeah, you just gotta keep you gotta keep pushing and. Of course, we we want to be better for our fans because I remember I know that game well. It was a uh, a sold out stadium too, which was disappointing that we didn't get the three points. But yeah, that's what we're really looking forward to because we haven't beat Vancouver either. So, you know, we're looking forward to again the three points off them and playing for you guys. Oh, we, we you know it, it's kind of funny though. Like you know, obviously Vancouver like are a brand new team, but how close the league is. Like you know, like there's very little difference. It's it's little things that are and that's why you're seeing like the um positions change so frequently um is do you notice that yourself like when you're playing against teams that there's no easy game i know it's a kind of a cliche but like it feels like there is no easy games in the in the, in the league yeah i feel like anybody on their day can can win um and, and yeah it is very close this year i remember last year it wasn't it wasn't this close with the teams but um yeah you just it just makes us it just makes us know that we have to come every day and, and play at our top because even against the teams that are at the like at the bottom right now, like Valor and Vancouver, like they they could still beat us, like as you saw with Vancouver that one time. Um so yeah, it just it just puts more um I guess importance on our our build up towards that game throughout the week. So you know, you you you're you were playing against uh you're up against uh East Longaro and I know you kind of so there, you're kind of a physical player. Obviously, Eason Angaro isn't uh, a, a small man. He's a big guy. So do you kind of relish those kind of challenges, like coming up against? Because obviously, he's like one of the top scorers of the league of all time and stuff like that. Do you kind of relish that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't really. I don't really 
think of it differently. I like every striker I know. Like honestly, the strikers for me that that I know I'm gonna have a tough time against possibly are the guys that like I've played against, like Diaz, who's coming up. Like he he's a striker that has really good movement. Like will stay offside, come in at the last second, and make runs. Where like Angaro, he kind of just he he's a bit more calm and like and yeah, he didn't really give uh, I guess me and Dan much trouble. Up until the assist he got, but no, I feel like yeah, I just I prepare the same kind of for everybody, but I know what qualities they have and the differences they have from the opponents I played last week and stuff like that. So um, you know, just speaking about your relationship with Dan, like you guys are, it's like probably from the third or fourth game you've pretty much played against uh, alongside each other. So what what qualities uh does Dan have that kind of complement your game? Um, you know, I think Dan, I think one of his best qualities is definitely his like distribution, um, and like how composed he is on the ball. Um, that's that like when I watch him play, that's something that I that I notice and that I want to learn from. Um, and I have been learning from it's just yeah, him picking out a pass, uh, beating like a line or two and stuff like that. That's that's the stuff that like yeah, I think is one of his best attributes to his game. So who's the talker? Like, is are you the guy who's telling you where to move to? Is Dan or are you depend on Jan? Like, who's kind of like the one who's pushing you around the place? Yeah, no, Jan talks a lot. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, honestly, we all talk um, because, like, I'm sure Lorenzo and Rampy and Mo don't want to always hear Jan. So we're we're talking. Me and Dan are talking to um, yeah to the sixes and stuff like that. But yeah, no, Jan does talk a lot especially to us to step the line up and stuff like that so you know like uh obviously part of the back line now like wesley's kind of come in um as a left back which nobody would ever nobody had thought that he would be playing that position are you surprised at how quickly he's adapted to uh playing in that position no actually i'm not i'm not too surprised because i remember last year i, I was i was uh, playing with him at edmonton and he played a couple games there and I, I, I know, like, from that year, like, Wesley, like, he actually played everywhere. He played right wing, left wing, right back, probably. So I know he's a pretty versatile player, and he, uh, yeah, he picks up his role pretty quick. So, yeah. So do you, do you find, like, you're kind of telling him where to go a lot because, obviously, he's trying to adapt to uh, something that's slightly different? Yeah, like, uh, when he first started playing left back, he would always, he would always just ask me, like, Am I shifting too much? Uh, yeah, like like just questions like that, and he was just really eager to to learn. Um, just like get that new role down so that he's ready to play it. Um, which is great, and yeah, he he picked it up pretty quick. But yeah, we he talks to me. Uh, we yeah we talk a lot honestly on the field, like um whether it's like Angaro running it behind him or stuff like that. So you know, like talking about uh, FC Edmonton, obviously, like it was a crazy year last year for everybody that was involved with it and stuff like that. So like the guys that played on that team, do you guys, have you guys kind of built a little bit of a bond where like, you know, you've kind of all been through the trenches with it. You know what I mean? Like, cause come the end of the season, nobody kind of knew what was, where you were going to end up, what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's, I feel like on that, on FC Edmonton, it was kind of, uh, it was definitely different than it is here. Like even just like the, like um, I guess amongst the team, like it was we like at Edmonton, not everybody was as close as they are here. Um, so 
like when I found out Wesley was uh, coming to Halifax, uh, it was pretty, it was actually pretty soon after the season and before I knew I was coming. So when I, when I signed, uh, I was talking to him a bit and we were pretty excited to get to work because I, and I was telling him about Patrice and, and how he's a good coach and stuff like that. And it's going to be good football and he was pretty excited. So nice, nice, nice. So, you know, like I don't mean, I don't need to dwell too much on like last year because obviously you want to kind of look forward, but like, what was it like playing like with that kind of thing hanging over your head that all this crazy stuff was happening with the club? And like, obviously, you got to worry about your own career and stuff like that. Was it just a very odd time for you? Um, yeah, for us, for us as players, it was, we didn't really like, there wasn't much going on like, in front of our eyes for the club. Like we obviously knew like when we got there, the club wasn't, um, had no owner and stuff like that. So yeah, it wasn't good, really good from the start, but I think just, um, just yeah, playing every week and stuff like that, not getting results. It, it kind of like, it kind of unmotivates some players and stuff like that. And it's hard to keep going and be serious and, and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, honestly, I, when like when you're playing, you don't really think about all the stuff going on outside the club, like like whether it has no owner or stuff. You kind of just go on and try to get results, you know, the best you can. So, how did the move come around the Halifax? Like, what did uh was was did Patrice reach out, or because it sounds like you've had a relationship with him before? So, and what was his vision that he gave you for the club? Um. Yeah. So when I. I remember I was training when I came home in the off season, I was training with Vaughn a bit. And um, that's when I heard people start talking about, Oh yeah, Pat's going to Halifax. Apparently like he signed to Halifax before it all happened. And I was like, Oh, like I, when I was thinking of that, I was like, okay, like, you know, that would be amazing if uh, you know, he brings me in and stuff like that. Cause I, I guess I remember like when I played under Pat, it was great and I loved it. So I was uh I was really looking forward to that, but at the time I was still, um I was still in like complications with Forge, and my agent really couldn't like uh he was calling them and stuff like that, and they weren't really talking to him. So it was kind of a it was it was pretty stressful for me honestly because I didn't know what uh would happen this year, um because even if I even if Pat wanted to bring me in and I was still with Forge, I couldn't do it. Something like that. I don't know. It was complicated, but um. But yeah, like he got the job and then I'm training and I'm I'm just kind of joking around with him like uh, about about him and me with Halifax. And he's like, and he, I remember he told me one day, he's like, he's like, Forge is going to take you. Don't worry. Like, you're not coming here. And I was like, and I was like, it's OK. Like, I wasn't like upset, but I kind of had a feeling like he was like, because, yeah, he was joking a bit. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, he never he never wants to like to tell me things until the last minute like literally the last minute with everything so i uh i and then i oh yeah i was just training in and out a couple of weeks and then i remember i was i was at my uh, niece's soccer game and i get a call from him and anytime you get a call from patrice out of the blue you know it's going to be something good um especially <laughs> when well not maybe not now since i'm on his team but but before yeah i knew it was going to be something good so i answered it and like the first thing he says to me is like, he's like, yeah, Kelly, you're going to come with us. And then I was, that's like, just like that. And I was super happy. And I was like, okay, like, I know there's obviously some more complications, but, 
but yeah and then basically yeah he told me like yeah you're gonna come with us you know it's gonna be great um we're looking to get a, like a, a really good team and you know obviously knock ball and then yeah that's kind of how it happened and then it, maybe like a couple more weeks until it was finalized and I got the contract and then yeah it was all good from there it, that, that's amazing I love that like that but the, just to call out the blue ones like hey this is gonna be good you know yeah. what I mean I love it that's what that's what he's known for with me like he loves that <laughs> so you, you know um obviously like as you mentioned like you were with Forge like la like last year was it last year you were kind of with Forge and then yeah. you moved to Edmonton on loan or wherever it was yeah. with Forge before the season I like I always signed like a like a two game contract with them for the CONCACAF and then after like before the season they loaned me out to Edmonton so what like what was that experience like playing in the CONCACAF against like one of the heavyweights of CONCACAF football I know you came on for like a, a time there towards the end of the game was it crazy <laughs> yeah it was actually it was crazy i remember it uh it was it was my yes for my debut to come on against cruz azul um i remember like my dad and my my brothers were in the stands it was a cold night in hamilton and uh yeah i was warming up and all i hear in the distance is kale like and that's honestly like i did not think i was going to go in that game so when i heard that i was like my heart's pumping like, I don't know what I'm thinking. And they tell me I'm going on as, like, a left wing back and to just run forward, get back. Like, and, like, I don't play left wing back. You know, like, I'm not a big, like, uh, like I'm not like a Zach Fernandez who can do that all game and stuff. And even though it's eight minutes, I was, like, exhausted after. Like, <laughs> I think with the adrenaline and stuff running through my body, like, yeah, it, it was, like, the hardest, like, eight minutes of my life. But it was, it was, uh, it was a really good moment. So, sure. so like with the could you could you instantly tell you were playing against a really good team? Do you know like when that kind of step up where you're just like, oh fuck, I'm in the game here, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think like I knew I was going to be like against something I've never played before. You know, like a new level. But uh, honestly, when I got on the ball, it wasn't like it wasn't like a guy's coming at me, destroying me in a challenge or something like that. I I actually like. I had time on the ball, but it's you, you see like it, the, I don't know, like the top, I guess, as you go up and stuff like that, like the in levels teams, they don't really care, I guess, about where you get on the ball. It's just, they don't let it go in their net, you know? And I feel like, yeah, when I was playing, I, I, uh, I think I made maybe like five, six passes or something like that, like that did like an overlap. And, um, but like, it was, it, I think we were two, two, one down in the game. So they were kind of just sitting back, so I had more time on the ball. But, but yeah, no, it's just you see the qualities of some of these players, um, especially when I went to I went to Mexico with them, and I, I didn't get rostered for that game. But just watching Cruz's little play and stuff like that, it was it was crazy. Some of these guys. So you you got to go down, so you were like you were at the Azteca, like watching. Yeah, yeah, I was I was at the Azteca. I I trained there the day before the game. Um, it was crazy, a uh, beautiful stadium. And then, um, yeah, I didn't get rostered, so I was up in like a private booth with some of the other guys. But it was still such a great experience. It was one of the iconic stadiums in the world, man. That's that's amazing. Obviously, yeah. 
the Wanderers ground is more iconic, but you know what I mean? Um, so, you know, I, I, there's been so much buzz around, uh, obviously, Daniil coming in and, like, you know, it's everybody kind of gets asked about it, but I have to ask the question because, obviously, you're a defender. So, you know, him coming into the squad, obviously, is a huge boost for the city, huge boost for the squad. It, like, it's put Halifax on the map that we're able to attract a player of that, that quality. But, you know, what's he like having around the squad? Because I, I watched the mic'd up video that he had, and he just seems a bit of a character, and he just seems like such a great guy just to have around, just to g everybody up. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's a really good guy to have in the locker room. Um, yeah, he's he's. Yeah, I remember he came in, and yeah, he's not like, he's not like a guy that I guess is like cocky. Not cocky, you know. He's for everything he's done. He's a he's a very humble guy, and he's he's came here. And I, he's just looking to like teach us like, um, like everything, you know. Like, he's a great role model. Um, even at practice the other day, like some stuff wasn't going so well, and some guys were getting frustrated. And he just called us over in uh in the huddle at the end of practice and sat us down and had like a ten minute talk with us and basically saying, you know, like it's our job to come here, and it doesn't matter if you're in the lineup or not. You come out here, you know, you, you're gonna be in the lineup. There's a long season, basically. He said so. And he was just kind of, yeah, making making sure everybody comes here and, and does their job no matter what, you know. And, um, and yeah, he's, he's yeah, he's, I'm learning a lot from him, even just for my position and stuff like that. And he's, and yeah, he's a great guy that you can just go talk to and stuff like that. Like a great, he's a great person, honestly. So even outside of soccer. So, you know, um, obviously when you're you're playing and you look over and you see that guy on the bench, has it upped your game now where you know like this guy's like biting at your heels to get into the team? So do you feel like you're kind of it's it's making you a better player just having that competition sitting there waiting to take your spot, basically? Yeah, for sure. No, it's it's always good to have competition. Um and and yeah, I remember I, I well Jed asked me that. He's like, How do you feel? You know, like when you saw Daniel's coming. And I was like, I'm I'm excited, you know, because I I can learn so much from him and even I was saying even play beside him um in a back three maybe left like like a because when we were when we're in possession I go I could go left like uh sorry when we were in possession the left back turns into like a left center back right so yeah it even go there um so yeah I was just I was just looking forward to him coming and seeing what I could take away from it you know so do you think like having like having Daniil come in it, it, it's it's already helped us bring in a player like Jordan uh, Prutze. Like, I mean, that's, I, I, I honestly don't think that a year ago we're, we're bringing him in kind of thing. So how, how, how is he adapting? How is he fitting in with the squad? Yeah, no, Jordan, he's fitting in, he's fitting in good. Um, he's a worker for sure. At practice, he just, he just runs and yeah, he's got a very good, a very good left foot on him. And yeah, he's a lot of the guys already know him. Um, and I know Pat knows him for as like from a kid and stuff like that too. So yeah, it's 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 uh he's settling in well. That's sure. that's great. You know, it it just seems like that Patrice just has so many he just knows so many people in, in Toronto, Ontario, because like it's just it just seems that everybody that's coming in, like they have some sort of relationship with him. Like it just seems like uh that we're really lucky to have someone like that that can that's able to you know through his relationships bring people in like i mean you wouldn't be here so many <laughs> and i guess yeah. that, like uh, have you got like, i'm sure like most you play with probably most of the guys already so you already have that 
that bond. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's crazy how many people he knows, even in the States for universities and stuff like that. Because I was a big part of um of Vaughn too, is getting these guys um from high school to university. Like some guy, like Pat could go tell a coach, yeah, this guy's good without even seeing him. Like that guy will, that coach will be ready to sign him just because of how much they trust Pat. So yeah, when I first met Pat, it was crazy. Like, like that's what I noticed from him, like how many people he knows and stuff like that. That's it's it's so funny. Um, so you know, obviously another big part of our summer thing is uh, Joe Morelli coming back. Like, I'm sure, like a lot of fans are the same thing. Like how he's so been so able to get up to speed already. Like, are are, are people on the the team like surprised at how like he's able to, you know, after being out for like a year, almost a year and a half. Like he's able to play ninety minutes. He's able to, you know. Were you surprised by that? Yeah, I think I think a lot of us were surprised because we didn't know how he would be uh, when he came back. But um, yeah, after like the first week of training, he was, yeah, he was already like flying around. So, and I guess from there you got to, I think he like the game when Tail got injured, he got like seventy minutes or close to it. So yeah, after that, like he. He basically just showed that he could. He's ready to go for like nineties, you know. So, 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 like, obviously, like most of the squad that he left last year aren't here anymore. So, how, how has he been kind of settling back into the the, the run of things? You think? Um, yeah, I think he's he's settling good. He's he's a leader himself. Um, he talks a lot off the field, and will get us going before games and at practices and stuff. And uh, he shares a lot of his experience with us too. So. And he's still got like Rampy and um, some of the other guys like Chris and Mo from last year too, but yeah, it's all we're all really close with Jao too. So Love it, man. Yeah, like he's an incredible person, and he's been through so much. Just to to see him back and like enjoying his football again has been one of the highlights of the season so far. So uh, it's really good to see him. So you know, um, the the, the club like has itself has progressed so much this year already you know we like with the under 23s they brought out an under 18s team they've announced today that they're starting a women's team like are, it, are, it, with all this do, are you as everybody around the clubs like really excited with how the club's progressing like you know like, it just feels like this year we've taken so many big steps and it just seems like we have a vision yeah no i think it's it honestly kind of catches some of us off guard sometimes because like we never know like what's coming now. like i had no idea there's a woman's team coming uh to Halifax and like even like the u18s and like u23s happened so fast like we're wondering like where all these guys came from and how do they get scouted and stuff like that you know like it's kind of crazy how it all came so fast and i and i didn't know if it was like that last year or not because i wasn't here so um yeah i didn't know if it was already like a, a u23 team or u18 i was i was unaware but just even like the stuff they're they're doing and the like the publicity they're getting and stuff like that, it's it's really good. I think. Yeah, it just feels like they're really trying to bring a pipeline through because, like last year, we had the under twenty threes and they had a couple of exhibition games against some teams from the Quebec League. The under eighteen squad is a new thing. Like the women's team coming in is going to be a new thing. It just feels like the the club is putting their resources into the right way because I guess they want to have Halifax the way to forge are where like, you know, there's just, they just have an endless pool of players yeah. to just pick from. It's, it's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. So, you know, look, looking ahead to, to Saturday, 
you know, uh, we we drew uh, Vancouver at home. We we lost away to them. You know, what what have you guys kind of learned from those two games of the style that they play and how we need to kind of uh, counteract that? Yeah, the biggest thing that we've been saying this week is that we cannot like we cannot play their game, which is kick and run. You know, we can't like yeah, we can't give in to them, which kind of happened last game when they when they beat us at their home, um, where we kind of just gave in to that kick and run, and that's what they're good at, you know, and that's that's their style of play. Uh, that's what they they get their success off of. So we just we're really we're really focusing on moving the ball because even though when they when they press there's there's space in behind them so we're looking we're really looking to keep the ball in break lines and um and play our style against them love it man love it like uh i hope uh, as i said i'm not i'm not gonna go because it's also beer fest so uh that's a <laughs> it's where my priorities lie i guess so uh no it's uh <laughs> i have to watch my kids so i'll be watching from home so um Hopefully, like uh, I'll break that jinx and he's can start a new, a new run at home. So, the last question we always ask everybody in the show: um, You're going to play in a five-a-side tournament from the players you've played with. Who makes your team? Yeah, Dan, I was on the phone with Dan before this. He told me to get my five-a-side. Ready. <laughs> uh, um. Okay, and I couldn't. I can include myself. Right? Of course, I do that. Yeah, right. you're the coach. So five side. Uh, okay. I'll, yeah. So I'll say me. Do I have to, do I have to pick a goalie or is a goalie kind of? It's up to you, man. It's your team. Okay. I got, we won't need a goalie. So it'll be me. Um, Tiago top. Um, Lorenzo. That's three. Um, who else is there? I'll get Dan to hold it down with me at the back for like a two. And nice. then um, I'm trying to think. Oh, and uh, this one's a tough one. Um, <laughs> and I have to say probably Zach. Yeah. That's a solid fucking team. Like Lorenzo yeah, would be amazing at five aside. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's pretty. That's pretty solid. Uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you just play last man back. So it's either you or Dan who like will jump in nets, and then you've got uh Zach bombing down the right, and then you've got Lorenzo just pulling the strings. It's a pretty solid fucking team. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, man, I really appreciate you like taking the time to hang out. Uh, I know you probably want to do anything else rather than do this, so I really appreciate it. Um, hopefully things go well on Saturday, and hopefully I'll see you at the ground soon. Yeah, thank you. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Have a good one. You too. Folks, please. Right, folks, please. Time to drink up, folks. Get out. Out to fuck.